whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Hi and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we have a special guest with us. Say hello to the people. Introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Chelsea. There we go. (laughs) Yay! Welcome. Um, So, oh, and today we're talking about season eight, episodes 19 through 22. Um, Paradise City, a.k.a. Degrassi Goes to Hollywood. It's a, basically a movie. I think it is just straight up a movie, but I guess it's also the season finale of season eight. It's both. I don't know. It, it's it's just so long. Um, but when we have a new guest, like we like to be like, hey, what's your like Degrassi story? So like, Chelsea, what is your relationship with Degrassi? Okay. Um, I once uh, started watching in maybe third season and my parents were divorced, so I would only have that channel at my dad's house, so I would want to stay there more. <laughs> so I, I missed a lot, but then um, my mom got the optimum, and <laughs> since then, it was all on. So Chelsea and I have known each other since high school. Both of our moms were always late to pick us up, um, so we waited together, but we, like... We watched, like, the Degrassi Goes Hollywood, like, movie together. Or maybe it was I in school and we watched it, like, on the phone. We might have done that. But she did make me a mix CD that had Life is a Show as, like, I think the first track. Really good song. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) I definitely still have that CD somewhere. You need to find that. And then get a CD player. (laughs) I have one in my computer. I have an old computer. There you go. I mean, I have that in my computer, too. But I mean, if you want to commit, you need either like a Walkman or like a CD playing boombox or something. I'm just going to walk around with a boombox on my shoulder like a real dick. Okay, I'm going to read. I'm going to read the wiki summary now, you guys. Parts one through four. Fuck. Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes are back! Exclamation point. Cool. This time, the Degrassi gang heads to L.A. to score points in Jason's musical high. But what begins as a fun chance at stardom turns into a fight for the lead role when Manny blows her audition and Paige lands the part. Meanwhile, Ellie reunites with Craig and her feelings for him return. Kel Supriz. Yeah, that's pretty accurate, I think. Um, we didn't really get any Marco Page drama in there. Also, we forgot to mention the most important part is that Jay is back. Jay is back. They also left out Stude's. How could they? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm so upset. Fucking Stude's, man. Um, and so the episode title, aside from Degrassi Goes to Hollywood, is alternatively called Paradise City, which is a 1989 song by Guns N' Roses. And I think it's pretty accurate they think LA is like the paradise city it's Hollywood it's glitzy it's glamoury sure fine whatever I have no opinion on this song or Guns N' Roses fine yeah it's fine um all right let's just fucking get into it so the episode starts with Paige who's on the phone with Marco telling him that he needs to come visit her in LA 
but maybe not this week because surprise, surprise, Paige is not a celebrity stylist as she is lying about to Marco, but she's this like reality TV show star's assistant. Yeah, I forgot like what her storyline was at the beginning. So I was just like, Paige is a celebrity stylist. That doesn't make sense at all. And I was like, oh, she's an assistant. Okay, this this tracks to somebody on the shores, which I'm assuming is supposed to be the hills. The Hills is a better name. The Shore sounds dumb, but also, the, the, who is she supposed to be? Is she meant to be like the Audrina because she has dark hair? Maybe more of the Heidi because she's obsessed with fame. And is like truly obnoxious, but just like clearly hasn't found her Spencer yet to like take over and ruin her life. I mean, I think she maybe is obnoxious enough that she doesn't need Spencer to help her get there. Um... But she's talking about going to, like, a virgin mobile party. She's mobile. Oh, right. So clearly, is, does Paige say that or does Haley say that? No, Haley definitely says mobile, which it would make more sense if it was Paige. But sure, virgin mobile. Paige says a lot of words in the wrong way, I think. Yeah, I think it's clear that a lot of the cast of this movie is purely Canadian, even though they're supposed to be in L.A. It's It's just crazy town um but yeah do you remember like i i was looking through like stock photos for something a while ago and there i like reached like the like 2006 area and it was just like a lot of people at like t-mobile sidekick launch parties (laughs) perfect remember when the oc had like basically a whole plot designed around the sidekick it was like when they were exposing the dean for being sleazy and it was purely just like the whole episode was an ad for sidekicks i don't remember that at all but also i don't remember who dean is no the dean oh the dean of the oc it was in season three of the oc i i uh, i don't i don't remember i don't was season three the last one no it was the second to last one. Oh, it's the one where marissa died no i don't remember spoiler <laughs> sorry sorry 10 year old spoiler <laughs> There's um, also a plot about a sidekick on Gilmore Girls, if you remember that one. Oh, that one I do remember. But I've also rewatched Gilmore Girls more recently than I rewatched. But didn't it, like her dad get it for her? And it was like a whole big deal. They were texting. They were texting. Um, but and then I think Haley is like, I need you to help me pick out an outfit or something. And Paige is like, ooh, stylist mode. Do you want to do Mew Mew? But I feel like she said it weird. She definitely said it weird. And... Haley's like, do they make it for dogs? Because she, she, surprised she wants her to style her ugly ass dog. Truffles. <laughs> Truffles, which is a stupid name for a dog. Um, and then, oh yeah, and so she was, her phone call had been interrupted like five minutes before. And she was like, hang on, Marco. And then she has this entire scene with Haley and Truffles and the Mew Mew. And then she goes like to the side and she's like Marco are you still there like why would he still be on the phone after all of that I would have hung up yeah it was too much and she's like maybe this week wouldn't be a good time to visit and then we get the fun intro with like the Hollywood sign with and like a sparkly paradise city underneath it. oh my god the font and the glitter and it's just like superimposed really like strangely underneath like the Hollywood sign which now spells out Degrassi yeah choice and oh also the dog peed on her while she was on the phone i forgot to mention that because slapstick 
And then we are back in Canada where it is snowing because it's winter break. And apparently Jay got the keys to a school bus. And I don't know why this is happening. It's never made fully clear. He's just like Shep just hands it over. And it's just, I don't know. And Jay's like, well, I haven't given him a reason to not trust me. But it's like, Jay, I feel like everyone on earth knows not to trust you with anything. <laughs> I don't know. The Shep is new. He wasn't there when Jay went to this school. So I don't know. Is he the principal? Yes. Okay. Chelsea's not caught up. <laughs> but the Shep is the principal and he's human garbage. He's the worst. He called Claire a bitch. And then he had to leave and take like a sensitivity training course. And then he came back. I don't know why they let him come back. Isn't it really hard to fire teachers? I I have no idea. Like if they have tenure or like or have been in have seniority or something. I don't know. But he's only been at the school for like 45 minutes. I don't know. Maybe just like in the school system in general. I don't know. I'm hung up on the logistics of this, but I feel like he should have been fired as soon as there was a video going around of him calling a child a bitch. I mean, I agree with you, but I don't know. Um, but then they're talking about how, like, Jason Mewes is holding audition. Somebody calls him, like, celebrity friend of Degrassi, Jason Mewes. And... Uh, can that be his moniker forever? <laughs> and I think Mia's like, oh, my God, we have to go. Michael What's-His-Face is going to be in that movie. He's so cute. And Peter's all threatened by her, like, celebrity crush. Because Peter does not know how to be a person. Oh, but also they're like, if you're looking to be an actor or a famous rock band and everyone in Studes except for Spinner because he can't drum because he's been shot, have all, they're like, all like, oh man, we're going to be rock stars. Like, no, you guys are terrible. You're a bad band. I forgot that that's probably why Spinner couldn't have been the drummer. I was like, where's Spinner? (laughs) He was shot in the shoulder one episode ago. I know, but shot... The timeline of Degrassi is never very logical. It's almost like Game of Thrones. Um, But then we're at Smithdale in Manny's acting class and her acting teacher is being a real dick and like basically insulting her so much so that she cries so that she can use it in the scene. And he's like, see, that's how you take direction. I'm like, that's no, you're like being emotionally manipulative and terrible. This is a very abusive person. And I was like, it worked, but also, what what is happening? And then they make out. And, ah, uh, Manny, why are you dating this professor? He's terrible. I mean, I feel like we've we've all been interested in or have dated a... Nope. Stop. <laughs> what was that, Kelsey? <laughs> I'm done. It's fine. He had a really cute uh, tiny scarf. It was wrapped several times. It was was so small. Ooh, let's get into fashion police. police. Good call. Uh, He had the literal worst goatee, though. Kevin Smith calls it a landing strip, and he is not wrong. It is is real bad, but he does have a teeny tiny scarf and a terrible hat. He's, like, dressed like the cliche, um, like, the theater professor. Acting teacher. Yeah, exactly. Jason Mewes got a haircut. And it is a faux hawk, and I don't (laughs) hate it. And he wears a little cap everywhere. He's, you know what? He's wearing the Johnny DeMarco cap. He is. He really is. They're I don't just, know how to feel about it. They're just the same they person. They are the same person. <laughs> Do you understand it now? I still can't support it. It's valid. Oh, Michael, a.k.a. Life with Derek actor, is wearing, like, 
a blue button down and a brown vest and he looks like a real tool. Kevin Smith is wearing his signature uniform as always. <laughs> always, except not a hockey jersey this time. Um, uh, shit, there are so many belts in this movie. Oh my God, like so Haley many. wears a big old black or gold belt at one point. Mm-hmm. Paige has many belts. I don't know. It's just all. She even has like a belted shirt at one point. 2009 was just giant belt city and I fell victim to that often and it is not a good fucking look you guys it was a dark time um the, uh, like when kevin smith is talking to the class there's a guy sitting in the front row who's just dressed as jesus like inexplicably <laughs> i don't get it um manny has a kind of a bad knit beanie at one point it was a little tight yeah she has a lot of extensions i don't know if you guys <laughs> catch that but that is a big old weave <laughs> This casting director, when Manny is auditioning, or like whoever it is that's like assisting Jay, looks like a real burnout scene queen, and it's something else. She had an eye roll that I felt really (laughs) on par with her at that point. Her nose ring was also cool. People keep making Paige wear a tiara, and it it doesn't look great. Um, at one point, Marco's wearing a leather jacket and a fedora. Marco wears a fedora almost pre- like throughout the entire movie. He just, he can't quit those dumb hats. Um, Mia, at one, like when uh, Peter punches the dumb guy in the face, Mia is just wearing gloves inside. <laughs> it's winter. But she's inside. By the door. Maybe she didn't have time to take them off yet. I don't. They're just they're just real big long gloves, and she's not wearing a coat. It's nowhere to be seen. Just the big long gloves. Paige wears a lot of. She, at her seventeen shoot, she's wearing a very patterned dress. Then she decides she wants to wear a black and white patterned dress instead because it's supposedly more simple. Ellie wears a series of, like, really great heels, but continues to ruin them on the fucking beach. I like her toned down, I was a teenage goth look. It's good. It's really good. She got really shitty in college and became, like, the worst human, but her fashion since has improved. Oh, Paige is, like, super multicolored, multi-patterned dress she wears to some Hollywood party is a lot, and I don't care for it. It looks like this might just be a burn on Stacey Farber, in which case, sorry, but it looks like they only put mascara on one eye at all times. And it might just be the angle, but it's confusing. Maybe it's the angle. I really liked her red and black checkered skirt she wore to Craig's show. It was good. Um, Did you catch up reading Valley of the Dolls? Yes. Yes. (laughs) So good. Very appropriate. Um, So at... One point, uh, Paige is doing this like 17 shoot and she's like, I don't know about this dress. I think this because Paige is like, I know fashion. You don't. But she like wants them to put her in this. She's like, it's more toned down, but it's just like it's the pattern is so much busier. It's just like only two colors now. I literally already talked about this. Oh, I'm trying to read my notes and it's hard to do both. Um, Craig is also wearing like a shiny vest at his show. There's so many man vests in this episode. Cassidy Pope had the worst emo hair. <laughs> it was so bad. Hair. It was so bad and streaky. I can confirm you definitely had that hair. <laughs> With like the weird like asymmetrical. blank asymmetrical bangs look. With the 
streaky underneath. It was a lot. Isn't she a country singer now? I don't know. I know she was on The Voice <laughs> and she won. And I was like, but she's already like in a band. I don't get it. I guess she can go on this show. Sure. That's just greedy. <laughs> Paige um, wore a juicy tracksuit to set because diva. Yes. And yeah. Craig wears stupid. He wears jeans on the beach, and which is fine. But then he decides to go on in the water and doesn't roll them up or until like after they're wet. It's just very impractical. Ellie's dress was way too formal for the beach. <laughs> it was. It looked like she should have worn it to like work. All the bikers look like Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> they were polite. They reminded me of, do you remember when I used to work at Parkside Tavern for like one summer? Oh God, yes. I referenced that last night. Oh my God. Parkside Tavern, but that reminded me of Parkside Tavern. Also, you were like 19 at a bar. I should not have been working there. I, they, I told them I was 22. They knew I was lying. <laughs> and they were like, sure, whatever. I never signed any paperwork for that job. Uh, at one point, Craig is wearing like a t-shirt with a bunch of guitars on it. Just a little too on the nose. Jay wears a series of bad shirts. Yeah, a lot of like unnecessary patterns on what would be perfectly nice shirts without them. Like he's wearing like a nice like, what is that? Like a baseball tee with the buttons at the neck. I I know it's called something, but it has just like a terrible cross on it. Henley, yes. And then he's wearing another, like, nice shirt and then has weird patterns on the sleeves. And it's just too much. Um, Craig is wearing a white stud belt, which is a choice. And also is normally a thing I only saw, like, girls (laughs) wearing after they, like, hit up Zoomies. Which, Uh, by the way, I saw Zoomies the other day. I was really excited about it. (laughs) Um... Paige and Haley are wearing, like, matching shiny pink spa day outfits. Oh, yeah. And then also when they get to the premiere, Paige's dress is very sparkly and also feathery. It's a lot. It's too much of a dress. I don't know. And also, well, we'll talk about it when we get to that scene. I don't know. It's just a really bad dress, though. And the uh, But the other girl, what Haley... Her dress is bad, too. And it's like it like comes up in a weird triangle at the back to the point where I was like, is it just tucked into her underwear? I know. It was like very close to where her, I assume, her butt would begin. And I thought that she was going to flash some people. Oh, and at the end, Manny's maxi dress is a, is a lot. There's a lot happening with it. That's all I have, though. Um, all the costumes in the movie are batshit. <laughs> it's the 80s, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I made someone watch Heather's the other day, and they were very upset by the fashion the entire fucking time. And I just, I, that was just my response to everything. I was like, 80s, though? It's the eight, It's just, it's just the 80s. That's the only excuse you can give. Are we good? I'm good. Okay. Where are we? <laughs> I don't know. I'm five pages deep. The Kevin's. Oh, yeah. Uh, the right. terrible acting teacher who Manny is making out with for some inexplicable reason. Um, he's, he's literal trash. And then they're sitting on the stage together and she's like, I'm going to go to this like Kevin Smith talk thing. Cause like, you know, I kind of know him because I was in, I was like the star of his movie and this acting guy's like, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But he's like, his plan with her is he's like, let's go to dinner at this restaurant and then go back to my place for dessert, Ugh. which 
you guys just I, there are very few things I hate more than people referring to sex as dessert. I think it's <laughs> fucking disgusting. It's so gross. And she's like, no, I'm going to go to this thing. And then she and Emma and Kelly like go to this talk. And then uh, and then fucking the Mick, the acting teacher guy, shows up. And Emma just looks at him and rolls her eyes. And I'm just like, same Emma. She makes a really good face. And but Manny's like, oh, my God, yeah, you came. And we're all like, why did you come? Go away forever. And then we are back in L.A. And Paige is like skimming this lady's pool, which I'm pretty sure personal assistants do not do. No, she'd have a pool guy. And but she's not even doing it right. She's like skimming it, but then like throwing it back into the pool. It's just she's just like. (laughs) Just making a show of it. It's really weird. Making waves. And then Trixie, no, not Trixie. Haley is like, oh my God, I, I, Jason Muse is doing this movie and I really want an audition, but I can't get one. And Paige is like, I know him. I can get you an audition if you help me with my stylist career, which also, how could she help you with that? But sure. I have a question. So she's saying, she's like, oh, I know Jason Mewes. I, I can get you the audition. And she gets her the audition. But then when she has her audition and Jay is like watching it back, he's like, oh, I know that girl. So did she not, did he not actually talk to her? How did she get this girl the audition? I don't understand what's happening. Maybe she talked to Kevin Smith instead of Jason Mewes. I don't know. I have no idea. That's a good question, though. Oh, and this is also when we learned that it's called Musical High, as in Muse, Jason Muse, which Kelsey did not get until like an hour and a and like almost at the end of the movie. It took me almost the entirety of the movie to understand Musical High. I was like, oh, I get it. It was very stupid. I'm so sorry. But then we are at, oh, and then at the Kevin Smith talk, they like... Manny and the professor dude are talking and Kevin's like, oh, are you guys having a conversation? We're having a show here. Like, please be quiet. And then he's like, wait, I know you. And that's Manny Santos. And they like pull her on stage and they're like, isn't she amazing? She was the star of our last movie. And he tells her, I don't want to sweat on you when he hugs her. <laughs> Which is definitely a thing that I've said to someone before, like after a run or something. I'm like, I'm please just, don't hug me. Just, just don't touch me. I'm going to I'm going to be sweaty. So then after the talk, they're all chatting and Kevin Smith is like, ew, why are you with that guy? He's so lame. And this is when he talks about like his gross facial hair. And they're like, oh, my God, we need to get you the audition package. Like you totally need to audition for our film. It's going to be great. And. But apparently they've been like hunting her down. But her agent is like telling them that she's not taking auditions because this shitty dude. It's like, you can't take auditions when you're in the program, which is bullshit. That doesn't make sense. Um, but then, fast forward, then we cut to Jason Muse and this his star who's playing himself, Michael, a.k.a. the guy who plays Derek in Life with Derek. I don't know why he's at auditions, but sure. And they're auditioning people for the movie. And I think he and Jason Muse is wearing like a gray tank top. <laughs> Yeah, and you can see all of his weird tattoos, of which he has myriad. And then, 
life with Derek is just staring at Mia, who, oh, because Stoods are auditioning for the movie because they need a band. And they're singing that terrible, terrible song. They picked the worst one. Why did they pick that song? Like, none of the songs are very good. Don't get me wrong. They're pretty much across the board terrible. But this is like the worst one. But it's like the blah, 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 want to take your clothes off song. And it's so bad. It's just like, I, I can't, I hate it. I hate it so much. But while they're singing this awful song, Life with Derek is just staring at Mia because she's there to support Peter. And they're like, and he just isn't paying attention to the band. And Jason Muse is like, what are you doing? You need to be paying attention. And then he tells Mia to leave because she's being a distraction, which is gross. He calls her abroad. He does call her abroad. This made me a little uncomfortable. It felt like like with school dress code stuff, like you're blaming the girl for existing in the world. And she's not doing anything. Yeah. She's just sitting there. Like, smack your actor around, man. It's ridiculous. But then we cut to Haley practicing for her audition, and she's a terrible singer. And Paige is trying to help her, but she's just really bad. And I think that's, that's, whole, that's that scene. I forgot that Paige can kind of sing. Yeah, a little bit. But then I think Manny is with Mick, and she's like, I'm going to go audition for this. And he's like, what are you doing? Like, you shouldn't do this. And he, Oh, no, he calls her on the way to the audition. And he's like, you're going to be terrible. And she's like, what? And he's like, bye. <laughs> he, like, gets all in her fucking head. This guy's a dick. She, yeah, he tells her that she's going to fail. And he's like, don't come to me when after you fail this audition because I know you're going to. He's the worst. Um, and then she tanks her audition and she's really bad. <laughs> like, it hurts so bad. <laughs> It's physically painful to watch, but although her last bit, her like last <laughs> one is really good because she's like, she's just being like crazy throughout this entire thing. And then her last one is just like deadpan, but like a really low voice for no reason. It was good. You know, Cassie still improvised that one. <laughs> and then, and Jason Mewes is like, I mean, we'll show it to the people, but you can tell he's really disappointed that she did very poorly. And then they walk out, and he's like, auditions are over. And Allie is like, what? I want to do audition, which is like, okay, I guess so. It's it's on brand for Allie, but also her parents would never let her do that. Mm-mm. But I guess they'd let Sav be in the movie. Well, we know that they have different, like, standards for what Sav and Allie can do. True. Um, oh, but then... Oh, my God. And then we're, like, outside the auditions, and Life with Derek is, like, flirting with (laughs) Mia. And then Peter comes up, and he's like, oh, hey, I was just telling your girlfriend how much I want to get with her or something like that. And then Peter punches him in the face. And then he's like, what are you doing? I was method acting. Come on. Which is like, that's a terrible excuse. Although that is a thing that Jason Mewes would say and has said. He said it in the last one when they went Canadian, eh? (laughs) Well, so so now I just can't tell if he is method acting or not. It's there's too many layers to this. I think he's maybe just trash, but it's a valid excuse because it's definitely something that Jason Mew said the last time he was on this show. <laughs> but then we're in LA and like Haley just got back from her audition and then she's like, Wait, I left my palm pilot inside. Go get it, Paige. Oh, wait, did we say that now Studes is not going to be in the movie because Peter has no fucking self-control? And they'll never get to meet Ben Affleck. (laughs) They're really into meeting Ben Affleck. I don't know why they're so obsessed with Ben Affleck. 
He wasn't even, like, important at this time. No, he was, like, maybe kind of starting to rise back up from, like, Gigli and Jersey Girl and all those terrible movies that he was in. I think, like, right now he was, like, Justin, he's just not that into you, which is, like, just, like, a safe choice for him, I guess. It's a solid movie. I stand by he's just not that into you. I do love that movie. Another one from our youth. (laughs) Chelsea and I used to watch that movie a lot. Um, also, whatever, I like Jersey Girl. Fuck you guys. I've only seen it once, and I, it was a very long time ago. Um, but then, so then we're in L.A., and Haley's like, go get my palm, which I'm assuming is a palm pilot, because it's 2009. Although I still, I feel like they were still outdated at this point. They the were. had an iPhone. Yeah. Which she true. called by. <laughs> she, she did, like, shout out the iPhone. Yeah, no, I feel like it was... Unless you were, like, a businessman. Like, you shouldn't have had a palm pilot. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Paige goes in to get her palm. And then the producer guy is like, come on, tell us your name. Are you auditioning or what? Now's your chance. And then Paige is like, I mean, I guess so. And then all the sparkly music starts playing. <laughs> and then... Oh, and the before she walks in, the producer's complaining about not being able to find someone with the Jersey Girl Next Door vibe or something. And then we see Paige's audition, and it's very... She's really trying out that Jersey accent. I will let you two inform how good it was. It's not what we fucking sound like. <laughs> it's mostly people's parents who originate from Queens. Exactly. Like that in our town. Exactly. Like... I know several people who do talk like that, but, like, they're not from New Jersey. They just migrated to New Jersey from Queens and Staten Island and Long Island. It's not our fault. No. (laughs) But I definitely was with, like, several people yesterday who talked exactly like that. (laughs) Um, But then we're at Emma's house, and Eggers is there, and I just am looking at the dog. I'm always looking at the dog anytime the dog is there because the dog is not an actor. He just like chills around and licks faces and like is not trained for this. But he's so cute. When did Emma get a dog? (laughs) You will see. It's a crazy episode. It's it's super weird. Is it with Damien? Yes. (laughs) We forgot about it again. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's season six or seven. It might be season seven. I don't know. But she gives it a really dumb name. She, like, gets a dog to impress a guy and names it after an author that this guy likes. And she's like, it can be our dog now. And it's a lot. And they've been dating for 45 minutes. Yeah. So, Is Damien the new Chris? Yes. Kind of, yeah. Kind of. Um, but then Manny, like, opens the laptop and Kevin Smith is on her screen. And she's like, how are you on my screen? And he's like, I heard about your audition. Come on, you need to fly to L.A. and, like, do it again. How is he on her screen? <laughs> Oh, there's no. Yahoo Answers in the background. Yes. That is true. The So uh, just this computer is hilarious. And the Yahoo made me laugh. But like, no, you have to like accept a request for someone to like Skype you. Was Skype around? Yeah, Skype yeah, was, Skype was Skype around. Was around. Smith hack Manny. I think he did. <laughs> he just opens the laptop and he's there. <laughs> like, how are you on my screen is a very like funny like I don't know how technology works thing but like also how is he on her screen (laughs) like it's a valid question and he's also saying like go audition again it'll be fine like we really want you and I'm like this would never happen in real life if she bombed the audition she would have been like donezo I don't know 
But Kevin Smith's whole vibe every time he's on this show is to like shepherd the youth into like what they can be like be True. your best self i believe in you You can be bisexual this I'm is the- a word <laughs> i'm going to define for you i'm for some reason the only person on this show who knows what bisexual is despite <laughs> the fact that i made chasing amy <laughs> um but yeah so so like oh yeah so then this is when we watch Paige's audition and jason is like I don't like her. She's not my Trixie. But the producer is like, she's perfect. We're casting her. I call the shots. He also he says, I'm the producer and I love her. Which is absurd. Um, but also, Jay refers to her as the lesbian girl that he um, cut, cut out, of, out of the last one. Yeah. So high praise. And then... But then the producer's like, whatever, we're casting her. And then he drives to her mansion or drives to her house or to uh, Haley's house where she is, which how does he know that she's there? And he opens up a box with a tiara in it and is like, you got the part and we're going to move you into a mansion that the studio is going to pay for, which I don't think would happen either. No, that's like a big fucking house. And this is a little movie. They wouldn't pay for that. Like, that doesn't make any sense. But sure, the movie, the, it's happening because it's a movie. Also, like, that's something that you would talk about in contracts. And, like, especially if you're, like, a nobody person. Like, they don't, they don't, that's not how any of this works. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's all just fantastical for fantasy's sake, I guess. But then Paige, like, walks inside. And I guess, and I think Haley's, like, having a party. Oh, and this is when she name drops Sinead Grimes. I loved it. I was very excited. I'm like, oh, Sinead Grimes. House 90210. And then Paige, like, hands her her dog and quits. And it's like, bye, I got the part. And you didn't get it. Bye. And then she calls Marco, who's, like, shoveling in the middle of a snowstorm. But he's adorable. I love it. I forgot to mention this. He has the cutest little furry hat on. And he's just, like... Marco I missed Marco and he's like all right Ellie and I will come and visit and then the next day Paige goes to set and she's carrying a bag that's half her size and the producer is like welcome to set and then she sees Jason Mewes and Kevin Smith like Skyping and Jason is like I hate her she's not Trixie I don't want her I want Manny like I don't get this and then she's like okay I just came by to say hi and he's like womp womp oops he was not. He was like, deal with it, girl. <laughs> he was definitely like a teeny tiny bit awkward, but he was mostly like, meh, meh, I don't like you. I didn't want you here. He just continued to eat his muffin. <laughs> True. And like, look at Kevin Smith and like point to her to be like, oh, she heard me. Um, He calls him sir a lot. It's really weird. <laughs> Is Kevin Smith his boss or his friend? I'm just confused by this dynamic. Both? I don't know. Um, oh, yeah. So, like, also, this is a running gag where, like, Kevin Smith is, like, his mentor throughout the movie-making process because it's, like, the first time he's written and directed something. Um, so maybe that's why he's calling him sir because he's like, I listen to you, mentor. I don't know. But then we're with Ellie, and she's at the core, and then this is when Marco is like, I got a ticket to LA with your name on it. And she's like, I can't go. And then her mom calls and she's like, 
the girl who answers the phone is like, it's your mom. She's at the hospital. And I'm like, why is she at the hospital? And Ellie's like, I'll call her back. Okay, I'll go to LA. Bye. Running away from my problems now. This is not suspicious at all. Super normal. Everything's good. She works at the hospital now. She volunteers. That's very on board for like Mrs. Nash. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, Then we're at the dot. And Spinner is very tan. And I think, oh God. And then... Manny is like looking for a ride to LA and she knows that Peter and the Stoods are going to go down there. Why are they going? Because they didn't get the job. Well, in order to like make up for it, Peter is using his dad's money to pay for them to all like go on vacation to LA because they like got their heart set on it for the two hours that they thought they were going to be in a movie. <laughs> all right. I didn't, I missed that. And then Emma is like, Peter, you should take Manny. And he's like, Uh, no it's not up to me and she's like hey remember when you were an asshole and you've sent that video of manny flashing everyone to the whole school and then he laughs and you're like he doesn't even regret it he's such a monster like remember when you just really casually distributed child pornography i don't know man let's remind the viewers too of how trashed you are and then this is why we never stopped hating peter We've, yeah. we've gotten some tweets being like, you guys are really hard on Peter. And we're like, excuse you. Like, he hasn't been bad in a while. It's like, he's terrible to his core. Uh, he stays the worst. I agree. Yeah. And then he's like, well, you have to ask Jay because he's driving us. Jay's bus, Jay's rules. And Manny is like, oh, God, what? Jay is driving the bus? And we're like, do it. Do it. Go on the bus. Go on the bus. Very excited. Um. But then we're with Paige and she's going out to lunch with the producer guy who's like giving her Hollywood lessons or something. He says there's no such thing as bad publicity, which is like foreshadowing. And they're at the Holly. They're at the Holly, a.k.a. probably what they're trying to make the Ivy. I don't know. It's ridiculous. And she she actually only stops by for one minute and is (laughs) like, hey, I'm going to the pick up my friends at the airport and he's like no don't do that we'll send a car but she was only going to be there for one minute for lunch exactly (laughs) and i feel like that's something that could have been handled in a text message seriously and then marco and ellie are at the airport and marco is like who should we put in our celebrity posse i vote taylor kitsch and i'm like that is a good call marco he's beautiful i don't think i know who that is he's tim riggins and friday night lights nope you're missing out on that. You're lot missing out boy. on that a lot. Uh, he's like bad boy with a heart of gold on that show. He was also, he was in that terrible movie, John Carter. He was in that Battleship movie. He's been in a lot of bad movies since Friday Night Lights. He was also in the second season of True Detective, which was not good. I've never seen any of these things. I watch a lot of bad movies, just like not in that genre. You should watch Friday Night Lights. I mean, it's about football, but it's not just about football. <laughs> I don't know. So then Ellie sees like a soldier like greet his family as he gets off a plane. And it's like, did something happen to her dad? What's going on? She gets very emotional. And then she's like talking about how like the California air is drying out her eyes or something. And then we get a fun hot like Hollywood montage and they go to like Groman's Chinese theater and... Marco thinks he sees Ashton Kutcher, but it's just someone wearing a trekker hat. And then two ladies talk to him, and I feel like they they might be famous, but I don't know who they are. I don't know. Allegra guessed that they were like 
gay icons because Marco freaks out a little bit, but we don't know who they are, and I'm sorry. They seemed like retired supermodels from maybe the 90s. Maybe. I couldn't tell who they were. Sorry if people know who they are and are screaming at us right now. I also thought that there was like a solid possibility that they could have been like very convincing drag queens. I didn't want to go there. Maybe. I don't think they were, though. Um, and then they're like, and then Paige is like, welcome to my mansion. It's super cool. And I'm just. Eleanor. Yeah. She keeps calling Ellie Eleanor. Um, but then we get to the school bus and Emma's like, you have to get on the bus. Like you got to go. Let's ask Jay. And then Mandy is being all resistant and they walk onto the bus. And then Jay is like, that voice. Could it be Manny Santos? He's so happy. You guys. (laughs) I don't know because I never, she never picks up when I call. Yes. (laughs) She just hangs up on him all the time. How could you, Manny? He's so pretty and he loves her. And then they're like, please let Manny come. And it's like, of course he's going to let her come. He's still in love with her. But also like Emma knows exactly the card to play. She's like, you have to save her from this terrible guy and help make her dreams come true. Which Manny is just like human eye roll at this point. Right? <laughs> but like Jay is like, yes, I will do this. Emma's just manipulating everyone in Hollywood. <laughs> Seriously. Um, but then we're with Paige and we find out she's doing a 17 shoot. And this is when she does the whole, like, I love the dress you put me in, but I think I would look better in this one. And the lady's like, she is right. It's simple and it looks better. Like, she knows what she's talking about. And it's like, all right, sure. It's not how that works. Nope. But then, like, we see Mick again. Like, does he come to her? I don't remember where they are, but he's being terrible and he's like why are you going to LA like this is a terrible mistake and he's like you'll st- you're still the untalented girl who woke up in my bed this morning or something gross like that it was really gross I don't like him I just like I just really want to punch him in the face and he's really bad facial hair I can't dress he looks like he doesn't shower and probably smells bad he's awful but then Spinner like gets off the phone or he hears something and he's like, guess what, guys? Paige got the role in this Jason Mewes movie. He's like, I used to date her. That's so exciting. <laughs> so then we're on set and Life with Derek is wearing a terrible wig and the scene's not working. Jason Mewes doesn't like Paige. This happens a lot. Well, Paige is not good at this at all. Like, it's understandable that he doesn't like Paige. She kind of sucks. Yeah, she's not good at this at all. There's a reason why she was cut out of the movie, the f- move, the movie last time. Um, but then we're back at the mansion, and Ellie's reading Valley of the Dolls. Oh wait, did we mention that Spinner says that's so aws? Oh, I forgot <laughs> about that. When he announces that Paige got the part, he says that's so aws, which I did not care for. It was n- I don't care for that abbreviation. Um, but then we're back at the mansion. And Paige is, like, running lines with Marco, and Ellie is there, and Paige is like, be honest. Like, was it okay? And Ellie's like, you want me to be honest? And she's like, ah, shut up, whatever. And then she gets all stressed out, and she's like, oh, I need comfort food, like maple syrup and something, some kind of bacon. Back bacon. What is that? I don't know. Sounds gross and upsetting. And then she says, can you go to the Canadian shop? Which, what? Which, sure. And then Ellie's like, I'll go. Sure. Whatever. And then I'm just like, oh, cool. The convenient Canadian shop. And then Ellie. Which is walking distance. I 
nowhere in LA is walking distance. I don't know. And then, yeah, walking distance from her Hollywood, from her like mansion that's probably in a t- completely different part of LA. I don't know. Oh, she says it's in Beverly Hills. The Canadian shop is not in Beverly Hills. But anyway, then she runs into, surprise, surprise, Craig, who's hanging out with Pete Wentz and Cassidy Pope, and they're all eating ketchup chips. You can tell that Pete Wentz has never had to act before in his life, because it is real bad. Did he say words? He was just like, yeah, we... He introduced us to ketchup chips. Now we can't go on tour without them or something like that. Like it's real uncomfortable. Is this before or after he was on um, One Tree Hill? It must have been before. I don't know. I just remember he had an arc on One Tree Hill where I think he dated Peyton. Um, oh, yeah. That sounds right. That show. As himself? Yeah. Yeah. That show went right off the rails. Oh, yeah. Ever since like, the dog eating the heart. Oh, that's true. <laughs> the dog eating the heart didn't help. I think that was before the dog heart. Or maybe it was around the same time. I don't know. I don't remember. Um, but Craig is still beautiful. And we find out he's been clean and sober for a year. And he invites Ellie to like a show he's playing at that night. And it's it's like, all right. Ellie's going to just fall under to, fall under a spell once again. But like, aren't we all though? I mean, always. And then we're back on set and it's Paige is like up on like a stack of lockers trying to sing and she's doing a very bad job because you can tell she probably doesn't like heights and life with Derek is like crawling up the lockers and it's just not working. Well, she's also like she started panicking as soon as like she overheard Jason Mewes being like, I don't like her and she has not stopped panicking since then. And it's just been like building. And I think this is like just the all of the panicking happening at once. Yeah. Also, are they the only two people in the movie we only ever see live with Derek and Paige? Like we don't see anybody else on set. <laughs> How can you forget all of the backup dancers? They're not here yet. Oh, yeah, I guess. I guess they're the only people in the movie. <laughs> um, and then Marco's there and Paige is stressed and lashing out at him and being annoying. Um, and then Ellie's mom calls Marco and we're like, oh, God, what's happening? This sounds serious. And then and then we're with Emma and Manny and Kelly and Manny's like crying in the dot because Paige got this part. And Emma's like, no, Muse wants you. And then like Jason Muse calls her and she's like, it's Emma. And I'm like, does he even know Emma? And she's like, no. I still need Manny in my movie. Paige is terrible. And then Emma hangs up and he's, she's like, he still wants you to come. You need to get your butt to L.A. pronto. And it's I don't know. It's a lot. The whole Muse thing feels very forced. Yeah, it's Muse. Also, again, man, I don't think Emma knows him. She wasn't in the movie last time. I don't know. And then and then we're on set and the producer is like, guess what, Paige? You got the 17 cover. All right. I take a lot of issue with this. This is not how fucking magazines work at all. Like you plan out, you know, who's going to be on the cover months ahead of time. Like always, like you, you, it's the most important part. Like you need to know who's going to be on the cover. Like even so when I was at my last job, we would sometimes do like competitions and like 
so, so a certain person would win out a cover. But even then, it was never a front cover. It was always like a flip cover for or like for like, you know, subscription only. Like it was like a cover inside the real cover. Like the only time we ever like last minute changed real cover was because there was like something scandalous about the person who was on the original cover. And we happened to have like, yeah, I can't talk about it, but it, it was a it was a thing. So we ended up using like the same a model from like the Australian version of our magazine, like as our cover, like literally a week before ship. It was crazy. Wow. But yeah, it's like not how it fucking works. And you don't do a cover. Sh- you don't do a shoot and then decide like, oh, I guess we'll just use that for the cover. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. There's so much planning involved. And also like, I don't, I just, I don't know. It, it doesn't make sense. And like it, there wouldn't be buzz because the cover wouldn't come out for another like four months. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Like, like most magazines are working on like November and December right now and it's August. Like it's months and months in advance that you like ship the magazine. It's stupid. Yeah. It's dumb. I'm mad about this. Whatever. And then we're with Ellie and Marco. I don't know. This is when we find out that, oh yeah, Marco's like, your mom called me. Your dad's sick and you haven't even seen him yet. And he's back from Afghanistan. And Ellie's like, shut up. I don't want to talk about it. And then and then she hands him her bag from the Canadian shop, which is literally just called Canadian shop because it says so on the bag. But then we're with the Studs. And Sav is really excited for their, like, bro bus trip. And he's like, this is going to be scratching and belching and not showering. A good time. And then, like, Mia shows up. And he's like, all right, so much for that. I guess Mia's coming. Is this really a thing boys look forward to? Like, that seems, like, weird. I don't, I don't, like, I I like a a girl's weekend or whatever. But, like, we're not just, like, we're going to be disgusting. (laughs) I don't know. I don't get it. And then Paige is like going to a Hollywood party and Marco's like, I'm worried about Ellie. And she's like, whatever, I'll talk to her tomorrow. Bye. And then we're at the show. Well, she, well now we're seeing that Paige is like getting all full of herself and being real cunty. And fucking Haley is back. And she's like, I thought you weren't going to be my friend. She's like, we're famous now. We can be friends. <laughs> like, it's a whole thing. It's really dumb. I don't know. Like, I don't like this, but we're starting to see Paige change. Yes. And it's she did a complete 180. She was like, I need to keep my real friends. Next scene. Not fuck these guys. <laughs> <laughs> Just like immediate. It was crazy. Yeah. It was a lot. And then Ellie is going to Craig's show. And Craig is still playing that song from the last time he was here. And he has two songs. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> And then Ellie, and then he's like, where's Paige and Marco? She's like, Paige was busy and Marco and I got into a fight. And Craig is like, oh no, sorry about that. Do you want to stay with me instead? It's like, oh God, this is a bad idea. Nellie is like, I don't know. This sounds like a bad idea. And he's like, I'm different now. We're both different now. I'm like, no, you're not. You are exactly the same. Nothing has changed. You're just not on drugs anymore. He's like, my condo's right on the beach and it's really cool. And I'm like, your default is just leading her on. This is a bad idea. That's Craig's entire fucking thing. And then, like, Ellie goes back to the house to get her stuff. And she's like, I'm going to go stay with Craig. And Margo's like, what? That's a terrible idea. And she's like, no, it's not. And 
she's like, I'm over him. And it's like, no, you're such a liar. She's like, there's no Craig drama. And Marco's like, there's always Craig drama. And we are all Marco throughout this entire episode. Because <laughs> he's the only person with like any sort of like rational idea of like what should be happening. And he's like, why is everyone crazy? And he's like, I know you're going through a really hard time right now. This doesn't sound like it'll make things better. Like, what's happening with you? And she's like, bye, I'm leaving. And just feel bad for Marco. He's just trying to be a good friend. Oh, and then, like, Paige is back from the party. And she and Haley are looking at Perez Hilton because they made it on Perez Hilton. And Paige was called, like, the new celebus slut, which I guess is a good thing. Remember Perez Hilton? That was a rough time, guys. He can't be mean to celebrities anymore. <laughs> Thank God. He made him stop. Because he was the living worse. Also, Paige said it was tranquil party. Oh, fucking Paige. Her and her Frenchisms. It's, oh, it's just so, so cheesy. But like, oh, and then like Ellie's like, yeah, I'm going to go stay with Craig's like later skater. And Paige is like, oh my God, that's so great. Maybe you're going to get laid. Whatever. See you. Yeah. She like does not give a fuck. Oh, and so now we're on the road. I think I forgot, we forgot to say, like, Manny got on the bus, too, and they're all, like, going to L.A., but then the bus breaks down, and somehow Mia all of a sudden knows, like, bus mechanics. Like, I don't know. I feel like with Mia, they just try to throw more stuff on her to make her cool girl, and it's just like, fine, whatever. And then Manny is, like, pra- trying to, like, practice her lines and practice the songs for this audition, but she's too distracted, She's like, mixed method takes concentration. And then Peter and company are like, well, you can't practice singing if you don't sing. So just sing. And they're all like staring at her. And she like starts practicing singing. And they're like, you're not going to sing it like that, are you? Which like, come on, you guys. Out of anyone, you should not be fucking (laughs) judging because you are trash. You are terrible. They're Um, all wearing really bad sweaters in that scene. (laughs) They're all just terrible in general and then we're at craig's house and like he and ellie are like in their pajamas like chatting and he's like i can't believe your ex slept with caitlin it's like oh yeah forgot about that i also forgot about that that was that was a gross thing that happened oh also he wrote her a song because of fucking course he did i've got this song i want to play you and it's actually kind of a nice song but then in She's, like, just sitting there falling in love with him all over again. He's making so much eye contact. And it's, like, I would be so uncomfortable if someone was, like, I'm going to play you a song and then, like, did not break eye contact for, like, two and a half minutes. She was really good at receiving that song. Yeah. She was into it. She was on board for so much eye contact, which I feel like is a mistake. She was over the moon about it. She did not feel awkward at all. She was just all about the song and then we get to a fun beach montage and then i think the song says stuff like i can rescue you and i'm like oh boy this is a lot and he buys her a balloon (laughs) (laughs) which is ridiculous the balloon is my favorite part There's no reason. They, like, don't go anywhere where there are balloons. Like, if they, like, went to, like, a carnival or there was, like, some sort of street fair or, like, even, like, just on the boardwalk, anywhere that you're going to spot a balloon. But instead, they're just walking on the beach and then they're on the boardwalk, but there's nothing around. She just now has a balloon. I almost wanted him to, like, tie it around her wrist so she didn't lose it. I just... The the It trailer came out recently, so now I'm just, like... 
we all float down here? I don't know what's happening. She looks like that is what's about to happen. It's just it. It's just it. It's ridiculous. And then we get an update about Ashley and he's like, yeah, we went on tour and she stayed in Europe and I came back and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot Ashley and he were like on tour together. Also, staying in Europe is a total classic Ashley move. Totally. Good riddance. Make her stay there forever, please. But then... Oh, God, then we get, like, the, the emotional scene by the bus where they're, like, still stranded or they're stranded again. I don't know. And Jay is, like, trying to help Manny out. Or maybe they just stopped because all the students had to pee or something. And that's what happened. And then she's like, I don't know. Maybe I need to call Mick. And he's like, no. And then he, like, takes her phone. And he's like, no more professor sociopath. Not on my watch. Which is a great nickname because that is what he is. And then he like takes her phone and he throws it into the forest and then he's like like chugging her and she's freaking out and it's actually it's like they have so much chemistry together even when they're like working through this emotional scene it didn't feel over the top to me it was very good I just like I love them so much and I'm so sad that they're not together and he cares about her so much and then fucking Sav ruins the moment he's like guys I found a phone <laughs> Sav is the biggest dummy I'm in his sticker book Oh, it's damn stickers. But then we're back at Craig's house and they like get back from their beach montage and his girlfriend, Yvette, is there in a, in a towel and it's like, surprise, Craig has a model girlfriend and Ellie's like, oh, fuck. She's just like super freaked out and she's doing that like smiling but scared eyes thing. It's good. Yeah, and then Yvette's like, I just ordered a ton of sushi, plenty to go around. You should stay for dinner. And Ellie's like, okay, I guess. Um, it's just it's classic Craig, man. Totally. And then we're at, like, lunch or drinks. Yeah, we're out with Haley and Paige, and Haley is, like, talking about Paige's birthday, and Paige is like, it's not my birthday. And she's like, it is now, and you're turning 18, which, okay, sure. And then she, but, like, so what gave me pause is she's like, we're going to invite all the A-listers. And neither of these girls knows any fucking A-listers. And they would not show up to this nobody's party. Yeah. What fucking A-listers? I don't know. And she says, youth is key. According to IMDb, I'm 19. Which is super believable. And then she starts talking to her about, like, the movie. And she's like, all the best actors improvise. Like, you got to do it. Just shake it up. And I'm like, no, that's a terrible. That's terrible advice. It is not good advice, but also, like, yeah, really good actors do improvise, but they also, like, have years of training and know how to improvise, and, like, only with certain directors. Yeah, not all directors are open to that. Like, some want you to stick to the script, like, verbatim. Come on, guys. Um, But then, and then we're back at dinner, and Craig is like, yeah, we met when I was opening for fallout boy and i pulled her up on the stage which i'm like that's such a craig move also when would he have had that opportunity because he's like singer songwriter there isn't really like a lot of dancing he'd just be like pulling her up on the stage to stand awkwardly and he'd have <laughs> to stop playing his guitar while he does it i don't understand the logistics of this situation i don't know it sounds like a fan fiction rewrote for somebody <laughs> it does sound like a fan fiction rewrote for somebody oh man and Ellie's like, oh, my God, I can't. And then she's like, I got to go now. Bye. And he's well, like, I thought you were staying with me. Well, they're straight up making out at the dinner table. And it's really gross. I'd leave, too. Yeah, it was a lot. And then he's like, and then he follows her. And he's like, sorry, I should have told you about her. And she's like, 
no, like I need to stop like thinking that my feelings for you will ever be requited. I just keep interpreting things wrong, which is like, no, Craig fucking feeds into this bullshit. It's not all your fault, Ellie. He loves the attention. Like, and I feel like we've all been on both sides of this situation. Like, I've definitely like been like mean because I wanted the attention in a shitty way probably not for very long but long enough that it's not cool but I've definitely also been obsessed with a person who like gives you like just like little like love crumbs isn't that like (laughs) isn't that like a ex-girlfriend song crazy ex-girlfriend song love crumbs yeah I don't know maybe yeah it's something like that I don't remember it's the one where she's like dressed like a cactus in the desert (laughs) I don't remember um, but then, like, she goes back to the mansion, and then she's like, yeah, uh, his girlfriend showed up, and I just wanted to give them space. She's, like, trying to be all nonchalant about it to to Marco, and it's like, okay, sure, whatever. And then Paige comes in. Is Paige there? I don't know. I, or maybe we're back on set, and then, then this is when Paige is wearing her juicy tracksuit. Oh, no, Paige comes in, and she's really hungover, and Marco's like, you're supposed to be at rehearsal now and she's like whatever it doesn't start until the star gets there like fuck you Paige right and then she shows up and then she's being unprofessional and improvising and Jason Mewes is like do you still not know your lines like what the fuck are you doing and And his faux hawk is just in full gelled up force and I'm living for it and then she's like talking back and she's like you're a first time director you don't even know what you're doing and he's like get off my set bye which valid also like I don't think I've disliked Paige this much since like that episode with Terry when she like got her drunk season one that was a bad one I feel like she was also really bad when I think it was the one with Manny when she and Manny were like getting in a terrible fight or something oh yeah to be fair she was high on painkillers though because she had her leg broken by some like vindictive people yeah, I don't know. They were all I terrible. Know. I liked her. Th- I didn't like her then either. So, okay, that's fair. But, man, remember that episode with Terry? Yeah, that was a bad one. Um. Oh, God. And then, like, M- Emma calls Manny or Manny calls Emma, and we just see Kelly sucking on Emma's Ugh. neck. I hate it. I hate it. I don't want Kelly anymore, you guys. He looks like Casey and Blue and Peter, and I hate him. I was just going to ask, like, if he was just the new Peter, or is he better? I mean, he's objectively better than Peter, but they look like the same person. They could easily be the same person. Emma has a type. Emma only dates similar-looking dudes or Sean. (laughs) Seriously. Um, And then, so I think Emma's like, no, you got to go to L.A. And um, then I think this is when they stop at the biker bar. And Jay's calling Manny Dimples. And they, like, stop at this biker bar with live music. And then, like, so they're all sitting at the table. And, like, Jay comes back and sits down and has on such, like, a schemey face. (laughs) It's so good. And I miss the context. But Manny was talking to Studs. And they were just like, well, you know, he scares us. Yeah. (laughs) I think think she didn't want to stop there. And she's like, why are you listening to him? Why are you letting him tell you what to do? And they're like... Because uh, he's the driver and he scares us. <laughs> it was very funny. And then 
we find out that Jay signed up Manny to like sing a song and the stage hand guy is very serious about who <laughs> signs up and he's like if you're on the list you have to play or you're I'm going to kill you essentially he takes his position very seriously. But so for some reason, they allow Studs to get up on the stage to play. So they waited. Like, how long does it take for a band to set up? Like know. a while. I, I mean, maybe the drums were already there. But it, it it takes, I don't know, they had to go set up and tune and whatever. Also, since when does Jay play the drums? I have no idea. It's, I guess just everybody can pay, play the drums now. And then they start playing, and first Manny's nervous, and then she gains some confidence, and then she, like, blows the house down, and everybody loves it. Including all the bikers who are just music lovers, guys. All these old biker dudes, and one of them even starts, like, singing along. (laughs) Um, And Mia's, like, headbanging with one at the back. It's very, very cheesy. It reminded me of... um in crossroads yeah with, yep. with britney spears and the i love rock and roll yep except they made money at that one <laughs> that is true they passed that jar around and then we're at Paige's fake birthday party and ellie's getting drunk on mojitos and her mom calls her and it's a dramatic conversation she's like what of course i care mom hello and then her mom like hangs up on her and she grabs a bottle and Paige is still wearing her tiara which is a choice and it's her birthday (laughs) she's a birthday bitch it's her fake birthday And then Jason Muse comes over and is like, um, and she's like, I'm so glad you came here to like, uh, she's like, I forgive you for being terrible. And he's like, um, I just came to get that tiara and also you're fired. Goodbye. Oh, and he says, you're not a star. You're more like a circle, which (laughs) was funny, but also rude. Is that a fat joke? I thought it might be. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if he was just being funny or if it was a fat joke. Either way. I mean, the first one is funny, but I don't like it as a fat joke. It's kind of rude. I didn't take it as that, but now, but it sounds like it could joke. be. Yeah, <laughs> just like, I don't know. It's just like an unimpressive shape compared to a star. <laughs> just, it's just geometry, you guys. It's fine. I don't know. Um, and then Craig shows up looking for Ellie and Marco's like, you gotta go, dude. And, and he's, but he's talking to Ellie first and she's like holding a ball. He's like, are you okay? And she's like, I'm fine. And like, no, she's not okay, you dummy. And she's like, I just got to go. I ruin everybody's lives. I'm a life ruiner. Bye. And Craig was like, what's happening? What? No. And Marco's like, you need to leave. And he's like, I didn't mean to upset her. And he's like, no, you got to go, Craig. You're all drama. And then they kind of get into a scuffle and they fall into the swimming pool. Which, like, honestly, of all the things, seems like the least embarrassing thing that's happened to Paige. But she looks so scandalized. And then we're with Ellie, who's having a panic attack on the beach, still wearing heels. And then she starts walking into the sea, which is kind of frightening. Um, And then we cut to the biker bar, and they're all, like, walking out. And, like, Jay is back to calling her, like, boo. And they're, like, hugging. And they're all, like, cuddly again. I'm like, wait, are they back together? Did the song bring them back together? What's happening? And then the bus is gone. It's the magic of music. And then we're back on the beach. Ellie's walking into the ocean. And Craig and Marco come and rescue her. And I just wrote down, this is very Marissa Cooper of her. It is. It's just so needlessly dramatic. It's, It's just so much. She's just like, I'm going to walk into the ocean. 
And then we're back with the bus people. And Mia's like, I had thousands of dollars worth of designer clothes on that bus. And Sav is like, my stickers. (laughs) Sav is just like, he's just, he's a dummy, but he's a sweet boy. And And Manny decides to walk to Hollywood. Because then I, because I think someone calls her and is like, Paige got fired. And she's like, I gotta go. Got it. And Jay's like, you, you can't walk all the way to Hollywood. And she's like, I'm going to do whatever it takes. And it's like, hey. We all were excited by that. <laughs> also, she's going to walk all the way to California in heels. Yeah, it's not practical. And then we're back with the producer and Paige. And they're like on set. And I'm like, why does the producer like her so much? It's like, is it because she's getting kind of some publicity for the film? I don't know. This doesn't make sense. And then... He's like, you can't do this. I own the rights to your film. She's the star. And then he's like, and if you don't, you're fired. And then Jason Mewes is like, no, I quit. Bye. And it's like very, also very dramatic. Oh, and I think Kevin Smith calls Paige Hun at one point because he's still on Skype or Yahoo video or whatever the fuck it is. He does. He does call her Hun. I don't know. It was very, you know, Paige is mad. I don't, yeah, I don't understand why the producer is like obsessed with Paige. It seems like a weird fixation and it's kind of unnecessary because she's not that good. I don't know. Um, And then we're back with the bus people who are walking and Manny is yelling at Jay and he's like, you're being insane. And she's like, I am insane. Insane with rage to you. (laughs) He's like, how am I supposed to know that someone's going to steal the bus? And then someone's like, maybe you shouldn't have left the keys in the ignition, which I'm like, that doesn't make any sense that that would happen. But then they find the bus on the side of the road, which is convenient. Well, because the bus broke down because it's a shitty bus. It's yeah. already broken down once. And then. Oh, and this is the point where I wrote down. I just got musical high. <laughs> <laughs> Took you way too long. And then we're back with the producer and Paige. And I, so I guess Paige got bad publicity after her party and then the producer's like, oh, you have a bad reputation now, so we're firing you. Bye. So you are going to stay fired. But then... Oh, and all the lights dramatically shut off one by one. And they make that like dramatic light shutting off noise that they do in like scary movies. And yeah. Stuff, when someone's like suddenly alone in the hallway or whatever. Um, but then we're with Craig and Ellie. Ellie like slept on his couch again and... They have a dramatic, tense moment. She's like, I wasn't trying to kill myself. I've just been going through a really hard time with my dad, and I'm up. I don't know why I haven't seen him yet. Like, I'm a terrible person. And Craig's like, No, you're not. You'll see it when you're ready. And he's being a fine friend to her in a time of need, I guess. Sure. They have kind of a sweet moment. Yeah. And then as as uh. There's so many people in this movie. As Paige is walking out of the set, she like stumbles upon Perez Hilton and she's like, you ruined my life. And he's like, sorry about that. And he's wearing a crazy shirt and she's like, whatever, you're yesterday's story. You're only as hot as your latest scandal. But then he invites her to some movie premiere and be like, go make another scandal, essentially. It's super weird. I don't know. I don't I don't like Perez Hilton. Also, when Lauren Collins was on Who Weekly, she talked about this scene. She was like, also, I had a weird scene with Perez Hilton. I don't know. <laughs> Great. But then we're with the bus people. And Jay is like, I'm sorry. The bus is broken. I've failed you again. But then Mia pulls out her $300 leggings and, like, fixes the bus, I guess. It's 
like, all right, I guess so. This is when we find out that Mia was, like, poor and her mom used to do this to the car and that's why she can wrench real hard. <laughs> Which, that's obviously how it goes, man. And then we're with Paige and Haley and they're wearing their, like, shiny spa outfits. And then this is when Paige gets the idea to orchestrate a commando shot to, like, get her back in, peop- in like, the fame game. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. And Marco's really disappointed. <laughs> As are we all. I just, uh, Paige. He's like, this is really how you want to be famous? What are you doing? And, like, I came out here to see you, and I was really happy for you, but now you're, like, spinning out of control. And then she's like, you didn't understand, blah, blah, blah. And she starts being a real bitch to him, and then she fucking slaps him, and it's terrible. Because he calls her that little insecure girl from high school. Yeah. Which is, like, not even an insult. It's just he's stating facts that are real. And she slaps him, and he looks so upset. And I just, like, my heart breaks for poor little Marco in this moment. Yeah, it's very sad. Because she also says, like, why don't you get your own life and stop, like, trying to butt into everyone else's. And it's like, Marco is the voice of reason, and he's trying to help all of you. You guys would be lost without him. But then he, like, wheels his suitcase away, and it's very dramatic. But then we see the bus people arriving in Hollywood, and Jay and Manny are, like, so pretty together. You just see, like, a shot of their heads, and she's, like, kind of hugging him while he's driving the bus. And they're all very excited, and they drive by a a movie premiere, and they're like, Ben Affleck's there! He must be! (laughs) And I think it's the premiere that Paige is going to, like, flash her commando thing. And she's sitting, like, in the limo with Haley, who we just can't fucking get rid of for some reason. And she's like, no, I can't do it. And Haley's like, um, this is your last chance, you dummy. And then Paige takes off her underwear, which, like, if your whole plan was to do the commando shot, why were you going to wear underwear in the first place? Also, why would you... I mean, you just... I don't understand people getting out of cars and, like, choosing to open their legs that wide. It's not necessary. It's very easy to get out of a car, unless you're very drunk. It's stupid. And then she, like, op- the door opens, and then she's about to get out, and Manny is like, Paige? And then she trips over the red carpet and breaks her leg yet again. And Paige screaming, ow, my leg, is, like, now her just catchphrase. <laughs> <It's> her new hun. <laughs> And she becomes red carpet roadkill and Haley steps right on over her. (laughs) She just savagely walks over her. It's amazing. It's really good. Although her dress is very confusing. And I feel like it was like it doesn't look on purpose. It looks like it's just like tucked into her underwear and nobody told her. It's a bad dress. But then we're at LAX and Craig is dropping off Ellie at the airport. And it's very dramatic. And he's like, they like hug and they're like, I guess this is goodbye. And then they both like walk a little bit in the opposite directions. And then they both like turn back. And they like look literally fucking run to each other. It's so dramatic. And the music that dropped at that moment, that was oh. so loud. And we all disliked it. It was so much. And then they like make out like crazy. And then Ellie is like, We'll always have L.A., right? And what does he say? He's like, maybe someday or something like that. And then she, like, walks away and gets on her plane. And this is the last time we see either of them, which is ridiculous. Like, together. At least for Next Generation, it's the last time we see either of them. Yeah, it's crazy. 
Are we going to eulogize at the end or? Yeah, well, because I think we see another scene with Ellie. She like finally goes to the hospital. So should we just eulogize Craig right now so that we're not like doing three Loving in a row? All. It's going to be confusing. I, was switched I guess so. We got to eulogize Craig. Shit. Um, bye, Craig. We we loved you. You're so, so pretty. We'll see you in next class, but it won't be the fucking same. No. Craig, you brought so much drama to the show. You dated so many ladies. You led on so many ladies. You cheated on so many ladies. You were very dramatic, but you were always endearing. <laughs> we loved you all the same. We really did. And also, you were maybe one of the only people who could act on this show. True facts. Let's, let's not forget that he was like planted seeds of like mental illness before anything fucking happened like jake epstein though his first episode was about being a like an abused child and he like knocked it out of the park he acted the shit out of that thing and like we saw him in a play one time and he was great so like fucking yeah craig we will miss you chelsea do you want to say goodbye to craig craig i'll miss you so much (laughs) When uh, when I first started watching Degrassi, you were definitely my crush. So he's just—you're so pretty. Panthers' hearts are breaking all across the world that you're not going to be gracing our screens anymore. Farewell, and goodbye, you beautiful man. Bye, Craig. Beautiful, beautiful human person. All right, sweet prince. <laughs> Thank you for your faith. um but then the producer of the movie is like going back to jason muse and is like groveling and is like please come back you complete me and he's like quoting jerry Maguire, and and then Paige comes in and jason muse is like have we talked about her talking to manny like at the house because all the students oh no i totally missed that all the students are playing in the pool (laughs) Um, Peter and me are disgusting, but she's about to leave him for the CW anyway, so who cares? Also, while we were watching this at the bottom of the screen, I kept saying, new series, Vampire Diaries. Um, but Paige is upstairs in bed, and Manny is, like, hanging out and helping, like, take care of her or whatever. And she's like, fame and fortune isn't what it cracked out to be. And I'm like, Paige, you had neither. This is an Airbnb. As Chelsea said when we were watching, this is an Airbnb. And Manny's just like, but I just want to act. I need my craft. <laughs> and Are then, they the best frenemies on the show? Yes, 100%. <laughs> totally. And then Paige is like, I think I can help you. So then we're at the office and the producer's like groveling to Jason Muse. And then Paige comes in and he's like, not you. I don't want you back. And she's like, I'm not here for me. Go to the window. And then we start to hear the sound of a beautiful voice singing a beautiful song. <laughs> Life is a fucking show. <laughs> and then he opens the window and he sees Manny and the Stoods singing Life is a Show on top of the school bus. Except Jay is just playing the drums on the ground because we couldn't get the drums up on the bus. <laughs> and Mia plays the tambourine now for some reason. Um, and then Jason Mews is like, you got it. You got the part. And Manny's like, yay, I got it. I'm Trixie. Woohoo. But she finishes the song. Um, 
And then we're back in Canada and we're at the dot and Emma and Kelly like walk in and they're like, celebratory hot chocolates. And then Holly J says something sassy. What does she say? She's, She's like, happy. She said, celebrating you guys stopping sucking face for five minutes. <laughs> True. True. True facts. I love Holly J. And then they're like, no, Manny got the lead in the Jason Mewes movie. And Spinner's like, what? She got, she, Manny's the lead now? I dated her too. That's so cool. But oh no, I wonder how Paige is doing. <laughs> Spinner's the only one who cares how Paige is doing right now, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah. Their love lives on. <laughs> <laughs> and then Allie is like, and the Stewards are back in the show. Like, I'm happy now. She's like happy that Sav is going to be famous now so she can date Shia LaBeouf. To which I say, but what about Johnny DeMarco? How could you give up on Johnny DeMarco? Your love is so true. (laughs) And then we're on the movie set and Life with Derek cannot sing. But he and Manny are like killing their singing sequence. And I kind of love it. And the lyrics are like, you're always one Saturday night away from me. And I guess Paige is now Jason Muse's assistant all of a sudden. Which seems like a better arrangement, although I bet it was awkward at the beginning. Yeah. She must make a really good assistant if she keeps getting these gigs. I don't know. <laughs> I guess so. Um, but then we're back in Canada, and Ellie is finally going to see her dad, and Marco's there with her. And then and he's ignoring a phone call from Paige, which is fair, because she was she the last time they talked, she slapped him in the face. But it's kind of sad that this is, like, the last time that it's like that's their last interaction, like, Marco ignoring a phone call from her. I I like my headcanon is that they make up eventually. I'm sure they do. And then Jay is also on set watching Manny and you can tell he's just like beaming with pride for her. And Mia's in the movie too because I guess she's in Studes now. Yeah, that's also my note. I'm like, is Mia just in Studes now? But yeah, she she is. She plays the tambourine like a goddamn champion. But this is the last time we see Paige, if we want to eulogize her. Yeah, let's eulogize Paige. Um, Paige, you grew so much as a character, and then in this movie, they just tore you right the fuck down. <laughs> yeah, this this movie did not do your character justice. But we we loved you on again and off again, but like pretty consistently on throughout your entire history. You like... You went through a lot of stuff, man. You were the queen of Degrassi, and you also went through a lot of stuff, and you remained, like, pretty strong throughout. She was a fucking great character. She was so good. And also, like... And just iconic. Iconic. New year, new look, new page. But, like, she also, like, was always, like, guru for women in the bathroom all the time. (laughs) She, like, helped them all, like, understand sex. ushered everyone into womanhood. And she, like, helped Emma with period stuff in season one when she was still terrible. Like, she's just... Come on. We're gonna miss Paige a lot. Paige, I think I'll miss you most of all. (laughs) Chelsea, do you have any... Do you want to say anything? Um, Paige, I really liked when you uh, went to the bathroom and got high before college and (laughs) then dated Alex. Those moments with Paige. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all. Paige, we'll miss you, hon. We will. And also, like, hashtag Palix forever. Mm-hmm. So then, the last scene, like, Manny and Jay are walking out of the Airbnb mansion, and he's like, you know I love you. And she's like, I know. And she like he, like, kisses her on the cheek, and he says, I'm really proud of you. 
And she's like, oh, I'll be back soon enough. And it's very cute. And then he like races to her and they start making out. And we're like, yes, kiss, kiss. That's all I want, you guys. It's just all I want for them is to be happy. I love them so much. Also, they're like the only characters on this show that like make out. And you're like, this makes sense. Mm -hmm. This is believable. This is like actual chemistry and not like children like being forced together like dolls. Yeah. And he's like, I'll be waiting for you, boo. And then, like, all of the studs walk out and they're like, all saying goodbye to Jay because now they're all staying to, like, shoot this movie. And then Jay, like, gets on the bus and then he turns back and he's like, hey, guys, studs rule or something like that. Yeah, he's, he says studs rules and he, like, holds up, like, the rock hand. And that's the last line of the movie. <laughs> and they were, but they're so happy because they got the validation from Jay. And then life as a show starts playing and the credits roll. <laughs> but also, he's wrong. They are not good. They are terrible. It's a bad fucking band, man. And then that's the end of the movie. All right, let's eulogize Ellie because I'm afraid we're going to forget. Yeah. Ellie, our emo goth queen in season two who turned into someone just obsessed with Craig and was terrible in college. I don't know. Your character kind of fell apart. I know. I'm like less sad than I would have been like a few seasons ago because your character became a goddamn nightmare. But also you were my style icon for like all of middle school. (laughs) You used to be so good. And then I don't know what happened to you, but I'm still going to miss you. Me too. Maybe not like the past couple of years of you, but I'm like going to miss like OG Ellie. I'm going to miss Ellie the beard and Ellie the person who like loved Craig and like threw a drumstick at Manny. Even like Ellie and Sean Ellie. That was a good Ellie. Ellie with the ferret with the pun name. (laughs) Ferret Bueller. R.I.P. him too. R.I.P. Ferret Bueller. Um, Yeah, Ellie, we're going to miss you. Your purple hair was a mistake, but other than that, you were pretty good. You put up with Ashley way longer than anybody else would. So we're sure. Chelsea, do you have anything? I'm just curious what Ellie did to make <laughs> her go so downhill in the later seasons, but I, I appreciated all of her armbands and layered fishnets. So much layered fishnets. She just got like really boring and flaky and kind of whiny and like less of a human. She became, like, two-dimensional and obsessed with her shitty, like, editor boyfriend. He oh, was he bad. was bad. He was bad. He was so pretty, but he was terrible. But anyway, bye, Ellie. We will miss you and your, like, goth, then emo, then, like, I don't know, alt situation. <laughs> bye, Ellie. Um, and that's the end. Do we want to read a YouTube comment? We can read a YouTube comment. Um, the, the, <laughs> I love this person. We read this guy's comments a lot. This is from like Rusins eight months ago. It says, fuck Mick and his ugly ass pube goatee. Agreed. True. I also already forgot about Mick, but yeah, fuck that guy. Well, it was just so long. Like we enjoyed every minute. Don't get me wrong, but it was just long as fuck. It was an hour and a half. It was a whole movie. Um, but yeah, it's all right. Spirit Squad captain... Of the movie, I guess. Um, Jay? Jay? Super Jay, all the time. Yeah. Chelsea, who do you think is Spirit Squad captain of the movie? Wow, it could go a lot of ways. Um, I'll go with Manny, because she got what she wanted. There you go. <laughs> Yay, Manny. We love Manny. And maybe a little bit of Marco, because he was, like, trying so hard to be a good friend, but nobody appreciated him. Nobody appreciates Marco. Um... 
ship of the movie is obviously Jay and Manny. Come on, get it together. It's shirt as fuck is not Peter and Mia. Or Kelly and Emma. I already forgot about Kelly. <laughs> Most people do. Um, moral? Follow your dreams. I don't know. Don't be a dick. You're always better at the moral than me, but I feel like the moral is always don't be a dick. Yeah. Follow your dreams is pretty good, too. Um, Life is a show. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> um, all right. Do we have some grapevine? We have an email. All right. We have an email from Brianna, and I'm just going to read it. Uh, so I just listened to your most recent episode, Touch of Grey, and listening to you bash Casey is hilarious to me. He gets worse, far worse, and he looks like a rat that just smelled the child's diaper when he scowls. I just want to say that this is the best Casey will be. He's just not good. Also, I wanted to warn you about season nine and the character Jenna. You will hate her. She's squeaky and annoying and just fake all around. And your ears will bleed when she sings, wear earmuffs. She's really high-pitched, almost to the level of a chipmunk. Also, Peter starts off the season, and in my opinion, it's hilarious. He reminds me of my brother so much. But please, watch some of these promos before you start season nine. I'm loving the show. You guys are awesome and hilarious. You make my workday less miserable. P.S. I've always loved Spinner for some reason. He was just so cute. Spinner's fucking hot right now. Thank you for emailing us, Brianna. Um, she did send us a season nine promo, and because we're about to start, should we watch it? I mean, we've been doing this for an hour and a half. That's true. We could maybe do this as a bonus episode, though. Or do, okay. or do we want to just watch it? Let's we, just watch let's it. Just watch let's it. just watch it. All right. So we watched the first one, and then I realized the video was seven minutes, and we don't really have time for that. It was just like a lot of close-ups on faces, and we learned that Peter gets high, and there's a kid who we've never seen before who says he wants to get somebody's digits. Allie's going to die of embarrassment. Claire finds her true love. Casey finds out who he is. It's a lot. And they have a new slogan. It gets, it's about to get real. I don't care for the new slogan. Also, not everyone can handle that camera angle or that kind <laughs> of lighting. It's a very specific AKA kind of... Casey. <laughs> Casey, oh God. It's a very... Or Jane, who's beautiful, but that's just like a really specific angle and kind of lighting that does not suit her. It also look like Jane got... She like dyed her hair or she highlighted her hair and it looks weird. I don't like it. I don't know. But thank you for the email. Um, and whatever that promo was, um, season nine is going to be interesting. <laughs> um, but that's all the grapevine that we have for today. So if you would like to be featured on the grapevine segment, you can tweet us at Degrassi Pod. We're on Instagram at Degrassi Pod. You can email us at whatever it takes podcast at gmail.com. We're on Tumblr, whatever it takes podcast.tumblr.com. And you can listen to us pretty much anywhere. But if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that would be super cool. And if you leave us a review, we will make up a Degrassi fan fiction for you on the episode. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HollandTacular. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at KelSucks with a Z at the end. And Chelsea, where can they find you and what do you want to like recommend to the world? like something that you're enjoying right now okay um you can find me on instagram chelsea deer underscore like like the animal from the woods <laughs> and um i've been watching the handmaid's tale and i don't really know what's going on yet because i've only seen the first three or four episodes but i'm liking it and i hope it comes back i think it is i think it's coming back awesome it's really good 
Um, I am going to recommend this book that I've been reading. It doesn't come out until October, um, so you can pre-order it. But I, it's one of those, like, I got it at work one time. Um, but it's called Quackery, A Brief History of the Worst Ways to Cure Everything. And it's, like, just a really fun medical history book about how humans are stupid and try to, like, heal you with cocaine and arsenic. Like, real dumb. Cool. I'm going to – I'm – the day that we're recording this is the day of the Game of Thrones season finale, and I'm fucking pumped about it, but I'm also sad about it because that means I won't have Game of Thrones in my life for a long time. But uh, if you are similar and you like to watch all of the theory videos, this guy on YouTube, his name is Preston Jacobs, has a lot of awesome Game of Thrones theories videos that are very well thought out, and I enjoy them, so I'm going to recommend that. Very cool. Um, but that's all we have for today, guys. Chelsea, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. For this very special movie. I'm glad you got to relive it with us. <laughs> it <Memories>. was <laughs> Um And thank you, Jay, as always, for our lovely theme song. And thank all of you for listening. Goodbye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers. <laughs>